Welcome to the world of Thea, a wondrous and imaginary place where tall ships, magic and adventure, calls to the hearts of many brave women and men such as yourselves. Whether you've come seeking profit, fame, titles, or perhaps even glory for the nations you've chosen to serve, one thing is certain, the more you risk, the greater will be your reward. We send you now to join with your new crew aboard the Seraphim. She's a proud ship, with a stout captain and a strong crew. And even though this be her maiden voyage, your mission is so important that news of it has already begun to spread across the seas. So sharpen your cutlass, prime your muskets, and ready yourselves for the journey of a lifetime. The tides be right, and it's time we were away. Welcome back again to another exciting episode of The Bardic College Presents The Secrets of the Seraphim. I'm Raz, your storyteller. And I'm joined by the entire crew. We last left them. They had just been invited to dinner at El Supremo's Castile on the island of San Sancha, uh, the large fort that El Supremo has built uh, overlooking the bay where the Seraphim is currently uh, just unloaded her incredibly good haul from uh, the spice exchange and the markets that Annika was able to arrange. And a night of Annika <clears throat> going about the town at the, at the place called the Green Peach and smashing gentlemen's hands into the woodwork as she bested them over and over again in arm wrestling. So <clears throat> word of this has gotten back to El Supremo. We know that because Julio Gelderes also mentioned to Annika that he's heard of her exploits from the night before from some of the city guards. Uh, we know that the guards were there because, again, the gentleman outside had said some guards came by, and but we nothing, it was all broken up. Nobody was asked to you know leave. Uh, peace was restored, but the evening went on. The all kinds of things happen. So you find out, we find out that El Supremo has brought them here. It's a, Gregor has a soft beard. We also uncovered that last time. And, uh, you know, and that's pretty much where we're at. So everyone's been brought into the back of El Supremo's uh, house, which is inside these very thick, uh, nine or 10 foot thick uh, walls uh, done in a very Norman style with four big towers on the outside. And they're now sitting, they're now heading back to the dining room where El Supremo is waiting and he's about to greet them. So, gang, hope everybody's in a good mood. Let's see what's going to happen. Elisa, this is going to be um, a lot of negotiation probably in talk. So we'll see how your uh, character's able to be the mouthpiece for the team on this one. I'm Elisa fucking Thomas. All right. So standing at about, a, well, a little taller than that, I guess. A majestic 5'3", uh, with very, very dark skin. Uh, his hair combed over with some sort of a pomade or lard or whatever they used back then to keep hair in place uh over to the side with a very nice mustache dressed in garb that would make napoleon blush is a gentleman who makes his way over and says ah julio you have brought them to me excellent greetings all i am el supremo and he says julio you dog introduce me to these people so he says uh of course, El Supremo. This is Captain Gregoro Smythe. He has a soft beard. Please don't touch it. He says, um, why? Why am I not to touch this beard that is so soft? Gregor, tell me why I cannot do this. Your supremacy is not that I haven't let him touch it. It's that I've asked him not to touch it without uh, asking first. Would you like me to have him flogged? Uh, no, no, not. No, that's, that's, uh, that's okay. Ah, uh, your life has been spared today, dog. 
Continue with I mean, the introductions. If he if he if it's if he continues, then I we can talk about the flogging, I guess. But no, I've we've we've handled it at a manager at a managerial level. Ah, excellent. Next, uh, and the quartermaster, El Supremo, Lisa Thomas. She is uh, second in command of the beautiful ship Seraphim. Senorita, it is an honor and a privilege for you to meet El Supremo. Yes, Senor. Sorry, I can't, I can't. You're laughing, it's killing me. <laughs> it's killing me because I love that line. I was waiting all day for that line. Oh my goodness. I <laughs> Then um, Elisa, who had had a hand extended, kind of freezes for a moment and she goes, Senor, matching his energy. It truly is. I am so privileged to be here. Well, we shall see how fortunate you are later on tonight. Perhaps it'll be you I choose. Introduce uh-huh. me to the next one. <laughs> this, 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 what is you? And he says, ah, see, this is the one El Supremo that we heard about from the Green Beach. Uh, may I present Miss Annika? Ah, many of the peasants you bested last night, eh? Uh, yes. It must make you feel very strong to think that you can pick on these worthless peasants, these pigs. But I believe that you are stronger than even that. I believe that there is much more to you than meets the eye. And hopefully later on we will find out. It is a pleasure, madam. A pleasure. You are very loud for someone so small. (laughs) I am only small in stature. Look around you at all El Supremo holds and controls. The entire city of Santancha. This island. This fort. This is magnificent. I know you think so. It is... Big. See. See. <laughs> that seems to make him very excited when you say that. It's, it's big. That, he was happy with that. He goes... Okay. We'll keep going. Ah, right. And then he says... Julia. See El Supremo. This woman. This feather. I must have it. Ask her if she will give it to me. Before he even introduces, he says, El Supremo would like your feather. This one. See, the one on your hat. Tell her the one on her hat! I... El Supremo. This is... I know, it's probably not your best feather. You saved that one for lucky days, I imagine. As would I. But that is a magnificent one. The plumage. Julio, take that feather for me! Before Julio can lay a finger... On me, Isabel decides we're just gonna make a moment out of this. I pluck the freshly sewn on feather from my hat and I bow with such flourish. It's like there's a whoosh, one hand is extended behind me, and I present it to El Supremo like he's some sort of maiden with a flower. I'm making fun of him. I, I he, hope he doesn't know. He doesn't. Okay. At your height and his height, even when you do the flourish and bow, the feather catches him under the nose just a little bit, like he's not quite that tall. So you're trying to present it and it kind of taps him in the face. And he says, hmm. A woman who gives up a feather so easily must not value it at all. She can keep the feather! <laughs> so, so Julio's like, you may put your feather back. El Supremo has no need for things given away cheaply. And Jill! 
And he looks at Ezra and he says, I know you're dumbfounded. I get it. Like, I just took the feather out. I was presenting it as a gift. And he steps over to you and he says, and who is this? He has a look about him. Not sure that I'm fully. Ju! Ju, look at El Supremo in the eyes. Look at me in the eyes! El Supremo wishes you to look him in the eyes, please. That's your jerk. <laughs> I, I give him the Barney Google eyes. And in, perf- and in perfect Castilian and, and using their body mannerisms say, El Supremo, can I just tell you that I've heard about you far and wide across the Atibin Sea. They have talked to you across all the islands that we have been to. I am truly humbled and honored to meet you in this wonderful, gracious, and huge mansion. You are truly the largest man I have ever met in my life. And I bow deeply. Never taking the Barney Googles off his eyes. Right. He goes, you finally bring me someone here with class and style. Julio, they may all live through dinner. Please, this way. Laura never gets the attention she wants. Bean, Bean, you finally said something, right? <laughs> you got the attention. He loved your feather. No, he didn't. I'm terrified of this man. I'm just putting that out there right now. Just out I'm telling you, we're going to be fighting each other for our supper. He's making it sound like we're going into a championship here. Well, um, it's it's been really nice knowing all of you. Um, I'll I'll speak well at your funerals. Ezra, he gives you the head, the other head of the table, uh, sits everybody down in different positions, uh, because obviously you speak the language of El Supremo, and he takes the, now he's <laughs> sitting on so the dining room table would probably hold about forty people. He is at one end. We won't scream. We'll just say everyone is shouting to hear each other. Okay, but we won't scream as loud as we would need to. So it's a sparsely filled table? Yeah, there's nothing in between you and him for like 20 seats. Um, (laughs) And on his side, the table is built with three tiers so that his chair is higher than everybody else's. So it's got like these little... (laughs) So the table kind of goes out and then up, up, up a little bit, like, like, like a little riser, a shelf almost, and he sits on the very top by the nearest shelf at the far end. And he sits down and he says, Saul, crew of the Seraphim. Please, dine, eat. You are my guests. And food is brought out. It, the food is excellent. Um, and there is a lot of it. There's all kinds of things, and it's brought out by peasants and stuff like that. And then finally he says, So, Captain, Capitan, we have been told by our spies at Fort Freedom that you have visited there and spoke with this Commander Day. Do not try to hide it. El Supremo knows. I, El Supremo's eye reaches far and wide, it seems. See, nothing goes on in the Atibian that I do not know of, sir. So I'm going to ask you, what news do you bring? What is so secret that you had to have a special meeting aboard the Banshee that's working with the Atibian Trading Company? You, sir, have brought news from home, from Everall. I must assume then this is something that cannot be good for El Supremo or for Castile. I mean... I simply have a question. If you're, if you know everything that happens in the TV and C, then why did you need to ask us? Captain, I'm not here to play games with you. Do not try to do, to dance and dagger wits with El Supremo. You will lose. <laughs> Julio walks up to you and says, you'll lose. Um, and then he says, but I need to know what you're doing at that fort, Captain. What we were doing at the fort was simply checking in on our way to here. 
We are a, we are a trade mission, trade vessel. Oh, do you think I would believe this? A boat shaped a hull like that? That design? Julio, what design did you say it was? A brig, El Supremo. She is built for speed, so El Supremo. Not so much for trade. I mean, small, but fast. Sounds more like a messenger ship. Uh, no, uh, El Supremo. It's actually the Crown is trying a new form of trade. Uh, smaller loads in faster ships to get more supplies and more inventory out. They call it their looks... their Amazon uh, attempt. Hmm. He looks their at Amazon a, a, plan. He looks at the quartermaster of the ship and he says, You are the quartermaster, see? Yes. How does this make sense? Ships are expensive. Why would you send more ships with less goods? This is not the Castilian way. No one trades like this. So, before I have the captain taken out of here and drown in a well, tell me, why would he's just... Eyes friendly. wide. <laughs> what were you doing at Fort Freedom? I wasn't aware that you were governor of Fort Freedom. I thought that you were governor of San Sancha. I am Governor Sancha, and you're eating my food and sitting in my co- in my castle. And I asked you a question. And Don't think that I would not take you out and have virgins run up and down your back until it was broken. Doesn't sound like the worst way to die. Virgins. Sir, I was under the impression when Julio came and collected us that you had a proposition for us. You wanted to I meet do. with us. I do. And, and- I did. And what is it about? Let's cut right to the chase. Dinner's Why well. are you heading over to Fort Freedom and talking with the Athabian Trading Company? Avalon has already sent her ships. You are very late in the season. Why would you come now unless there was something up? Something. Supremo is no fool. Now, remember, gang, you do have... The scroll is addressed to six people. If you review your note, if you have them, if not, I can tell you, one of them is the King of Castile. One of them is uh, King uh, Sandoval of Castile. He is one of the people that are officially on the, the uh, scroll. Do we Represent. know where El Supremo is in the chain of command to this man? Well, so he runs, far he runs down. Well, think about it. Not probably true because he oh. runs his biggest outpost in the new world. Hmm. Then okay. I will <laughs> simply say that. All right. All right. You're, well, you are observant. You're right. It is a light ship, fast ship that we travel in, something for messengers. Our business is our own, but we, we stopped there as a pit stop on our way to, we are making our way to Castile next. To Castile? Why? Is Miss Monero short of feathers? No, she can get beautiful feathers anywhere. No, like I said, business is our own. Official business. I hope you understand, as governor, you are privy to sensitive information every day. Know that you can't share it with just anyone that you come in contact with. See? But I also know that I am governor of this outpost. The largest in in the in the Athenian Sea, and if it's something that has to do with the safety of my people, El Supremo must do what must be done. What's up, Gregor? 
at this point, I actually would kind of lean over to Elisa and, or, well, how close, actually, how close are we sitting? I just thought about the know, giant table. 26 feet away from him? You, oh, you next to each other. Next, you guys yeah. are all piled into one side, like normal seating. Okay. He's all the way at the other end. Okay, so I would lean over to Elise and go, uh, can we have a little bit of private discussion? This man's obviously not all there. Maybe letting him think that he's helping us would uh, would get us all out with all of our extremities intact. Yes, but help us how? If you have an idea, then by all means. Let him know that we have a mission. We need to contact the king, and if he helps us get there safely, who knows? It's worth a shot. I don't. I don't know how Castilian politics work enough. It would it get him a, a promotion? A, would it let him? Would it give him a free flogging on to somebody? I don't know. What if he told him that it might give him favor with the king? You know, we we could share this document with him, uh, and that he could ensure that we are given safe passage to our next destination and um, it will grant him favor when we go to Castile with the king. The king will be very appreciative. I think that might be a little bit safer option than just than arguing with the man. I admit uh, my own fault there, but I was hoping he would be a little bit more jovial and he's a little bit more unhinged than yes, I expected. You say that again. So you would like me to offer to share not the scroll el supremo say i i apologize for any confusion um we we were just so taken aback by the 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 absolute opulence of of your castle here um we were we were just bedazzled um please excuse my impertinence oh no the bedazzling is on my jeans see i stands up and he shows you that they're bedazzled a little bit. They have some, some sequins on them and stuff. It's 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 quite glorious, El Supremo. Um, but I we didn't are actually shiny rocks could be attached to clothes. <sighs> Annika, please. <laughs> we are actually on a mission. We are trying to see the King of Castile, and uh, we'd be most appreciative of your help. We first we had to make sure that you were as as intelligent and as secret as secretive as, as they say that you are. Um, because this is an, a matter of utmost importance. Hmm. So it is important to the king of Castile, this mission that you're on. I have, we have been led to believe it is for the importance of the entire, the world. So world? What does this mean? All of the free peoples and nations. Hmm. That does not seem to... Excite El Supremo, as much as I thought. Okay, so you are you are in need, in need of reaching out to the king. Aye, and we How? we wanted to come here first and talk to you to give you the chance to help us. Very well. What is it that you need to see him about? What is this mission that, or this thing for all the free peoples of the world? We are bringing him a chest. And? That's a lacquered box? A, that uh, El Supremo, I admit to you, that's all that I know. Uh, we are to bring the chest to different people. They open the chest, and then we take it on. 
Well, fine. Go fetch this chest. We will look at it together. I will, if it's, I determine that it is of value, I will have ships escort you back to Castile. We are under strict instructions not to open the chest. It is locked with a key that only the king has. Which king? Our king? Aye. The, king the, the people on the list were sent keys of their own separately. So at the Tibian Trading Company, this is Winthorpe Day. He had a key? Aye, sir. Oh, you're making fun of El Supremo. Why would you dispatch keys in that box without the key? One would never. What if, what if a bolt was lost? The box or the key? That makes no sense. Well, then they would know that the mission weren't was not able to be fulfilled. It's a matter of secrecy. Julio, what do you think? I was like, um, I think what you think, El Supremo. Of course you do. We are in agreement then. Um, he's not. Alisa, you have some skills for things you can use, but he's not buying the. I've got a box with no key. You know, I've got a box. <laughs> yeah, I've got the roller skate. You got the key. He's not buying that whole thing. That doesn't make a lot of sense, even to El Supremo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I threw that out there because I wasn't really sure where the captain was going with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think because right now that was a. Um, and interesting. Why? Why is he bringing us here? Why? Because he believes that you're from Avalon. Avalon has a trading agreement with the Atibian Trading Company this year. You've arrived late. You met with both the cap, the commander of the fort, and with Winthrop Day. So I'm sorry, Winthrop Day and Davis. And then you sailed off, and then you and you were gone for a few days while while the message got back to him. So you were disappeared for a few days. To him, it sounds like it's a TPN trading company, like they're trying to push out the other nations. They're trying to, Avalon is pl- doing something with their trade, and that trade would affect his island because he's the biggest company right now. Like, Sansancha is the biggest trading area, but if the TPN trading company were to grow, it would threaten the, va- the, you know, the wealth of Spain, of Castile. Mm-hmm. So he's very much concerned about what you're doing here. Does that clear that up a little? why that would be such a problem for him because he really believes that if Avalon is trying to get like the permanent contract with the Atibian trading company, we'll always guard you. We'll become you and us. We'll be in bed all the time. Well, that would put them in direct basically conflict with Avalon because they'd be like, well, wait a minute. Now you're threatening our, our livelihoods. You're threatening our, the money going back to Castile. This is a battle zone. I mean, these, these nations are on a powder keg down here trying to basically rob everybody blind. Yeah, I I can understand that. I'm just trying to figure out how to make him buy us having. I mean, do we even have like a chest? Well, it's in. It. I mean, it is in a case, a chest. Mm-hmm. The scroll sits inside of it. So more alcohol is brought around. Somebody makes small talk. El Supremo gets sidetracked for a little bit. It's getting later in the evening. He offers for you to retire. He's like, we can. Um, I have a little bit of a headache. We can bring this up tomorrow. We can meet for for a brunch, perhaps. My chefs make an amazing brunch. We will talk then. But for tonight, consider yourselves guests of the palace. Oh. Oh, staying in the palace. Well, this is what this is, is it not? See, si, El Supremo, it is a palace. There, Julio has said so. We could not expect a greater honor, sir. Ah, Julio, show them to your rooms. To my rooms? See, si, on that side of the building. 
So you go up this. So the the central part of this house has four giant staircases, one at each cardinal point that go up, turn, and go up again. So it's massive. Um, he takes you up to the eastern wing of the of the building, puts you guys in rooms. There's plenty of them. I think probably has like 45 bedrooms in it. It's it's just this massive. And all along, though, remember there are guards. So on the staircases on the quad where it makes the turn, like it goes up 12 steps, turns, and 12 more. In there, there's there's a guard at each compass point. There's guards walking up and down the hall, and guards are positioned outside of each of your doors. Aww. So, so El Supremo is share a guard. They normally don't, ha- you know, no, no, have to a, share a, guard. a room, a room. <laughs> oh, um, sure. If you, I mean, if that's what you want, they'll they'll just put two guards outside. No, I'm guards- just, I'm I'm not concerned about the guards. I mean. We're being sent to bed like naughty school children. I want to like I want to have a good time. Well, you did you could have had a nice time if you just stayed up with El Supremo and and gave him the scroll. But you don't want to do that. He's not on the list. I know he's not on the list. But he's a representative of the King of Castile. And what affects the king? I am the king. I am the king while here in this country. He's a pain in my ass, that's for sure. Now, on San Sancha, I am El Supremo. Do we just hear that echoing throughout the halls in the middle of the night? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if he is, think about it. If these are, if it's an admission of war, if it's, I mean, it could be something very dangerous to him. And he's just saying as a leader of this massive island, the biggest one in the Caribbean, um, he's not going to just turn a blind eye to you interfering in the balance of power. He thinks that's just what you've done. So until somebody can prove him wrong. Now you go to bed. And here's your options. You can try to fight your way out. You can have a, you know, you can do something like that, get a hold of each other and make a play for the ship. But remember what you saw on the bay. That could become an issue. Or see what presents itself tomorrow or talk among yourselves and come up with a plan. Are we, first off, are we locked in our individual rooms? Are we allowed to, like, go in and out? Well, anywhere you go, another guard is going to be dispatched with you. What What I mean is, like, okay, are we allowed to go to each other's rooms? Be like, hey, I'm going to visit with my crew. Uh, actually, they're probably a, several of them are joining. So yeah, you're able to get everybody in the room. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to gather. I just want to know if that's. So we're not prisoners in our rooms at the moment. Not tonight. Okay. Well, I'd be. I wouldn't want to be. Isabel doesn't like being alone ever. Um, I I would be with Elisa, and you know, girl time. Okay. Girls' night. Annika, do you want to come for girls' night? I was about to say. Yes. Of course you're invited. Alright, so I will grab Ezra and um, go knock on whoever's room they're congregating in. Uh, Probably Elisa's. Why don't we get girl time? I don't understand. They're having girl time and I'm knocking on doors. Do you want to be on, you want to be in girl time too? You well, that's can what be we're going to girl. is girl time, Ezra. Come on. We'll braid your hair. You're not allowed to do any girl time until until you wash and shampoo the captain's beard. <laughs> Excuse me. That's what we did three. That's what we spent three hours doing while I was sobering up during boy time. <laughs> Ezra and I did each other's beards. So we hear them knocking on the door. Correct. See. Yeah, I come over and I I. Pull them into the room. I close the door and I whip around and I go, well, that couldn't have gone any worse. No, it really could not. It really could not. You don't understand. That man, he's crazy. 
Obviously. At least, no, you don't understand, Captain. El Supremo is not a title. This man has created some sort of dictatorship. He's a tyrant. He's, he's mad. He's crazy. He's one carrot short of a donkey. I understand the jeans, what you're I told you so. His the... pants were fabulous. <laughs> the bedazzled jeans. Well, but now we've but now everything. we've lied to him. But now we've lied to him, and I. The only thing I, li- the only thing that I've lied about is the lack of a uh, key. No, you'll. You said that there was that we were trading. We are not on a mission of trade. You've said, you you've said well, several things. Well, we technically things. are. What? We are on a mission of trade. We're also on. I'm a, mission a merchant. Of... That is why I'm here. As is Elisa. But you didn't. Oh, but you didn't. What would the say... harm be in showing him the map, the letter? I don't want to talk to him. He's a nut job. What the scroll, Ezra? Hey. Hey. It's we're under strict instructions not to let anyone that's on the list see the scroll. We haven't even looked at the scroll, which I think is bullshit. That's for another day. Um, Starting to think so as well. The secrecy is becoming a little bit more of a problem than it's worth. The point is, I tried not to lie to him too much. Again, I tried to tell him as much truth as I could to get his help, as as opposed to talking of choosing us and contests. Because I'd be happy and have to be careful not to back us into a corner. I sense the walls closing in. I do as well, and I might be good at talking. I might have a silver tongue, but a silver tongue will only get you so far. He's what mad. Else would we have mad as a three-legged cow. I knew someone with a, with a literal silver tongue once. It was painted. Marvelous. So talented. That sounds beautiful. Either way, at brunch tomorrow, we're going to have to explain ourselves. We're going to have to give a solid story, or at least something that will allow us to get back to the ship safely, so we can get the hell out of here. Well, that was part of the point of having this little meeting, so that we can try and talk. Yes, well, I'm also concerned because he was talking about a champion choosing someone he said to me, Perhaps I'll choose you. He was talking about Annika for her skills and what have you. I don't know. This whole thing just seems very odd to me. I've met. I told you that he was people. saying some weird shit. I I know. Yes, I weird you. weird shit, my large companion. Weird shit. Yes. I apologize for what I've told him, but he obviously knew more than we expected him to know i don't think you did anything wrong gregor and he, i think you were yeah i think you did no i'm apologizing to the crew yeah yeah like, of course, of course I, yeah. and i'm saying it's like I, I i he knew more than we expected him to know and he caught me off guard it's all right what's, and what's done is done but so now we've got a choice we can show him the chest and fail to produce a key at which point he will probably dispatch a messenger to the king to inquire about said key I, but by the time that that happens, we'll be long gone. Hopefully, if, if, he, if he if lets us go. If we are allowed back. If he lets us go in the first place. Do we not have something else? Like, we are on a trade mission, yes, because we have the representative from Vestin, a merchant from Vodace is here, 
Don't we have something else, like a piece of, you know, damn paper from the queen? You hear a knock on the door. I'll go and answer it. No, let me answer it. It's my room. Um, okay. I'll just, I'll tell the boys to kind of go away from the line of. They go behind the door. They go behind one of the yeah one of the draperies. Yep. Yes, I um, I open up the door a crack. Um, I probably have a robe over myself, so I sort of draw it tightly just to make it look. Yeah, you like bring I a can. candle. You bring a candelabra with you to the door, mm-hmm. and uh, you crack it open. Hello. Yes. May I help you? Miss Thomas, Senorita, it is Julio. I, if possible, I'd like to speak to you quietly for a moment. Um, and I look back and I look at the girls and I say, Julio. See. Si. I. Great. I'm glad he heard me. Um. <laughs> I. I'm going to let him in. Okay. So I. I step back. And I open up the door more so he can come in. His boss might be weird, but he hasn't been so far. He says, huh. Says you. I was I was hoping that Miss Manero would be here. From, ah. I was seeking you, senorita, but I found the other two rooms empty. Really? And he looks over and he says, ah, Miss, Miss Annika. And he nods his head. He says, from one, from mm. one of the schools to another, a graduate. I am here to tell you that you are in great danger, but there may be a way to have him show his hand. El Supremo has a champion, and if you can get him to invite you to fight this champion, then he will wager anything, and he will keep his word, because the betting along the islands in the Castilian communities is very big with this pit fighting. His champion is very difficult to beat, but... If you can get him to agree to a match and say, if we win, you offer him something important. But if you win, you get your freedom to go with no reprisals. Perhaps this might do it for you and you might be able to get away. What sort of champion is he like? What what school did he train in? Um... He, he is a mystery to me, Senorita, and my tongue would be pulled out if El Supremo even knew if I was here, let alone giving you too much. Julio, thank you for coming, but you said that we're in danger. What what kind of danger are we in? Well, if you do not tell him, I can take you to the trees where they hang people. I can show you the the racks in the basement where they break them. He is not beyond torture, madam. I see. I mean, even now, I wouldn't doubt if he's trying to build something, a rack big enough for your friend. Because they stop at about 5'7", and I believe she wouldn't it won't fit very well. Annika shrugs her shoulders, like... Yeah, I get that a lot. Do the old Conan crucifixion on the tree of woe. Um, <laughs> he says, I, this. Yeah, I sent the guard away to fetch something, but I must get out of here quickly. Of course. I'm um, so sorry I cannot be of more help, but I hope this gives you something to work with. Julio, you are helpful. You are very helpful. Thank you for coming. You did not have to risk this. We, We will remember this kindness. No, it is the least I can do for another graduate of the schools. We honor each other's commitment to, to the style and the artistry of the sword. You have, you have my heart, madam. And he walks to the door and he opens it, and looks left mind. and right, and steps out. I give the all clear to the boys to come out from behind the curtains. Okay. Yep. I step out, stroking my uh, gloriously soft beard. 
Excellent. Well, that was very interesting. So, so it confirms what we were suspecting. What sort of champion is it? Because this... Is it sword? Is it strength? Is it... Well, I heard him say pit fight. That's... Well... Hardly ever... Finesse. Eh. But, you know, finesse. I have never seen anyone that Isabel can't take down with a flourish of her sword. And Well, she's not allowed her sword. Then I use my fists. I was about to say, I make a very wide gesture to Annika. Exactly. I didn't want to volunteer mm. anybody. Well, we don't even know if it is a pit fight. Uh, it, I just, this is my said pit fights, I thought. It, I, I meant fight without weapons. You cannot take it. If I am to be pledged, I am a duelist. You cannot take this out of my hand. I might as well go naked. I'm sure you Isabel, crime. Isabel, I'm not saying I don't want you to fight. If it's with a sword, by gods, by all the gods, you're the only one I'd, I'd want here to fight. Well... But if they take the sword from your hand and throw you into a ring, do you still want to fight in that in that sense? Of course not. My knuckles would get and, bloody and I'd break a nail. And lose more feathers. And that's my point, is if this is a bare-knuckle fight, a fight with the fists, there's only one among us that's fit to do it. That is indeed true. And poor Annika hasn't gotten to punch anybody in a few days. She's I look up at her, and I'm sure you're itching for a fight anyway. Well, I mean, she cracks her knuckles, like, loudly, like, I could use the practice. All right, so I suppose the question is that plan A or plan B? I think that should be plan B. Okay, what needs to be plan A, then? I'm going to try to negotiate our way out of here tomorrow morning. All right. With or without the chest? Well, we have... We have the papers other than the scroll that outline our journey, our... who we're supposed to take this to, that have our command to go see the King of Castile. If he accepts that as proof, hopefully. I mean, it has the seal of Queen Elaine on it. True. And we just say that we're... We don't know much about it, only that we have to bring this chest around. We do not possess the key, because we are not allowed to look at it. Only those who have the key are allowed to look at it. And we make our merry way. So Ezra, from the bal- from the balcony uh, of this room, you look out over the bay. Um, the boats are lit up in the harbor. Uh, it's a full moon, so you can see. Um, looking at the map... Do you think you can get the ser- you and the captain could get and the and the crew could get the seraphim out? Um, do you see any any hole in the def- their defense? Maybe something that might work to your advantage if you needed to run. Coming up with a third well, option for a plan. The uh, the bay at the bottom of the picture and the left of the picture that's open water as far as the eye yeah. can see. Okay. Yeah, so, so that, we're only the bay cl- is we're only closed on two sides. Correct. Well, assume that. Where that beach shoal is, it it doesn't go right. any further to that direction. So you're you're basically this is it's a bowl, right? Just a weird shaped bowl. You got to sail out directly south of your position. Now oh, okay. you could go on the outside of. You don't have to go down the middle, and suffer the gauntlet. You might be able to do no, something that way. No, I mean we way. could go around. We could go around the one shoal between the shoal, 
and what is probably a frigate on the other dock. It's pretty big. It looks like a frigate on dock six. Um, but dock six, dock, dock six probably is not ready for any type of action. I was thinking we do this. This ship right here, this is this is pointing the wrong way. So they won't be able to fire on this way. And this way, they won't be able to fire until we're all the way down here. So the, the most withering fire we're going to get is from here and here. Okay. Yeah, this, Ezra, this So you're going you're gonna to face two ships because the, it's going to take more for these big ships of the line to get moving than it is for us. A lot more because no one has motors back then. So, no, 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 you know, uh, you literally have to use the wind. And I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of a brig, but a brig is like half the size of, of a ship of the line or a first class ship. Yeah. So these are the so fields of fire, yeah. right? Like this. So anywhere, so this boat can hit from here to about here. So you'll take some shot, but you're again, for him to try to pivot is really difficult. And, and dead, you have to open sails, pull the anchor. I mean, these ships can't rotate. So Ezra's right. Your field of fire coming down through the back way. So listeners at home, on the eastern side, I'm sorry, on the eastern side coming of the bay, heading south back out to sea, what they would face is they would face frigate fire on from one broadside, probably one or two shots maximum. Then they'd be picking up speed. And then they would face a broadside from the same boat uh, as they pass by her on the starboard. And then one good shot from the ship of the line. The only thing is the ship of the line is going to have all that time to start preparing their sails. That still doesn't make them fast. But they'll probably have their anchor up and they'll be able to give some small pursuit. Well, but the all right, so I've thought about this. It depends so, on how soon that they fire. Yeah. Yes. If we it also depends on when we leave. So if we leave Absolutely. in the middle of the night, then we right. can be underway. We can actually be all the way to the first ship before they may even notice us in the water. Correct. And we'll by that point the, the only the only caveat is I don't know if you have to roll for wind direction. So that could that could screw us up. Wind directions in your favor. Okay, so then if we if we leave in the middle of the night, right? So if we book out of here tonight, which I strongly think we should, then we should be able to get almost to here before the big before this big boat notices us, and probably as we round here, someone here is going to spot us. So they may make the noise, but it'll take forever. I mean, because by the point, by the time we get to like here, if the wind's in our favor, we're going to be moving. Also depends on how quietly we can do this. Too. They'll probably get, they'll get maybe this guy will get maybe one, one or two rounds on us. They'll get two solid rounds on us, but we get nothing, nothing from the shore. So we got a free, we got a freebie from the shore and we get, so we're going to take some damage, but it's a question of, we'd have to put all of our sail up and get our asses moving. And I think we, and you'd have to do it at night. Because that's the only chance of not being seen before you come around that shoal. Okay, so the team has now sort of patterned out three options. One is to try to work with El Supremo and get, what, as he's promised, a guard, a vanguard ship to bring you back home to Thea under the protection of the Spanish government, uh, the Castilian government, and take the chest back to the king of Castile. Castile. The only problem with that is he wants to know what's inside of it because he's not going to wait the three and a half weeks or four weeks for you to go back. And then if it's important, then send someone back to him. And in the meantime, he's two months out of the loop. He may, he, he has a point. He's just a wackadoo, right? So he doesn't want to leave himself open or vulnerable to something that could be massively important. 
And again, a note to the king of Castile could be a declaration of war, a formal right. what declaration. If, what if it's something? What if it's something that it's it's of huge importance to him if no one else knows about it? Now we, we we have no idea, so we're trapped. Of course not. Right, you know I mean? and that's the beauty of the situation. So it's too much of a wild card. One is to deal with him and then get escorted ordered back to Thea with another ship or two, which is great. Second one is to stay the night and try to gamble with him in the morning and offer a champion to a champion because he's a big gambler and his reputation says that his champion can best anyone. And the third option is to skulk away, fight the guards in the, in the palace, run your way through the, remember it's 30 something minutes by carriage at a canter. So on reg, uh, I'm sorry, 45 minutes. So on a canter, um, that was at a canter. So on a full blown run, it's probably 20 minutes on horses, but on foot, it's a hell of a run back to the dock. Get on your boat, get the boat underway, and not have anybody making noise as you try to board it and get the hell out of the town. Another question. Yep. Um, if we do run, could we get to the King of Castile, wherever he is, faster than a messenger can get to him from El Cuckoo? So those little dots on each boat are the sails, the masts. Mm -hmm. Not one ship in your size, like a dock two or five, they're double mast, you're tripled. So you have the schooner sheet in the front as well, that and and the and a brig rolls at a slight angle. It's almost looking like a large yacht the way they cut water. They're okay. really meant to be deep in, like really hard into the water, and they make great time. The smaller ships each have one only one sail, so they're like, you know, just tiny little boats that are here. And then the big guys are ships of the line, and they'll never keep up. So nothing he has at his command right now can match the Seraphim for speed. The only caveat to running is that the King of Castile needs to be the next destination, which I think it was anyway. Well, that's what your quartermaster offered. Uh, yes. Okay. At this point, he, he would probably send someone back if you tried to disappear. And, you know, just to because he doesn't know what the hell you I mean, he, you said you're heading for Castile, but that doesn't mean it's truthful, especially if you run. He doesn't know what the hell the truth is at that point. But if he's worried about the national security and the safety of the king. He's, That's one thing. And he's going to try and send somebody there if to warn him or brand us criminals. That's why I was wondering, but if we can outrun any messenger ships, then yes, any ship in the Harbor right now cannot be bested. But matter of fact, assume in the Atibian sea, there's, there's maybe two ships as fast equally and not better. Okay. The Seraphim was a brand new design made for speed. I'm. I really don't want to put Annika's life in jeopardy. We have no idea. Same. What that fight would look like. What generally crazy people like this are going to stack all the odds in their favor. So she yeah. she could be facing him in a thong with no weapons. We have no idea. I don't want to put her at that risk. I I'm think a our boxer. Best I am literally trained to fight. Like I don't think we should run from this. I've. I know that we have got a good plan with this, maybe, but I'm a boxer. I'm meant to fight hand to hand. I don't, I don't need a weapon. Well, and even if they do give me a weapon, I'm still very durable. No, I understand that. I'm not. It's not a put down to you. What I'm saying is, you could maybe best this guy, and the situation still goes south. I just don't Isabel? trust him. Yeah, Isabel? Melinda and I have been messaging. Do you want to talk about our plan that we were talking about, maybe? Well, I mean, we have to hear it. I, we need to know. Yeah, go ahead. The, the presenting him. The nonsense box. Yeah. What box? I've dubbed it nonsense box. Mel? Just to, just explain. Just 
getting a box on our ship, maybe the really nice box that the scroll is in, and we just put the scroll in another receptacle for the time, and we put a decoy of something in that box. So it could be maybe a scroll of paper with like a nonsensical code written on it. A fake map. map. A map of an island that doesn't exist. Porn! I have lots of porn on the ship. Edmundo's recipes. Well, Ezra York wasn't a shop that sold maps. That's an option. Like, literally hire a map maker. Like, go nuts. Have fun. Make something that isn't real. Well, you don't have a lot of time. That that plan is great. Yeah, you don't have time to commission something. You're going to need something that you can roll up, tie up, and put in that box pretty quick. Which is why I'm thinking a nonsense code. Okay. Might be the best. You what know, about both a nonsense code on a map? Well, we might not have, have a to map. Get a map. Well, no, the, the Seraphim is armed with with charts of the waters yeah. and stuff. If we, we can, just have to get a replacement. Yeah, if we can get something where maybe we're not going to be heading to for a while, um, yes. and we can write like a nonsense code on it and put it in there as a decoy to bargain now we'll still lock it and we'll say that we can't open it but if he has someone that can lock pick and they can get it open okay then that way it's not the scroll it was mainly mel's idea and i really liked it okay so a fourth option i like it too because that is the least amount of variables i would like to point out for the group and this is a story of thrilling heroics again and I am ready for some thrilling heroics. Alright, we don't need to go skulking off into the night. If Annika is okay with fighting, and... I would be comfortable with a fight. <laughs> okay, my, my question is, are you comfortable with basically all of our lives resting in your hands? Because that's the variable. Is Her like, response if we lose, would be, "We don't know what happens." Her response would be, "Yes, I, I have proven myself in combat. No, you have. I can guarantee you, this champion has not faced off a montane fencer of a seasoned soldier like I have. So let's get, let's." actually do this and make a good deal because even okay. like julio said his servant that he was good on his word now if he goes back on it we can slander his name but at least then we win in the battlefield i am ready for this how about Isabel? this oh that's it one second Isabel. i am not trying to muddy the water and throw my hat into the ring Proverbially, I would never throw my hat. But we have to think. Why would, if he's talking about challenges, if he's talking about champions, would he look at Elisa? If this is a test of combat, my lady, forgive me, you are wearing lace-up shoes with a pointy toe. No, point taken. Well, maybe he's addressed her because she's one of the officers of the ship. I just have a And if this is a question of smarts, I am also smart. I'm not just muscles. Not just pretty face. 
<laughs> I, I knew a woman once who engaged in a duel. It was a duel of words and swords at the same time. And she did it while half naked, running around some Vodace water garden. And let me tell you, my dear, I don't think you would be successful. We don't. We still do not know what type of challenge this is. We are all formidable. In she our rolls own- her eyes. All right. How about? Oh my. We don't have to go with one plan. We try and talk to him, try and work with him safely. If he if that doesn't work, then we can show him the chest. If that doesn't work, he opens the chest, sees the map. And if it still doesn't work, then we can let Annika snap his neck. Well, his champion's neck. That's like backing down a corridor, though. And you're not going to get that many tries at it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because then as it's diminished returns, right? So each thing that you do, he trusts you less. He trusts you less. I've had enough. Kill them all. Kill them all. They all go down. Hang them on that tree. I would rather fight my way down the hill, fight my way under the ship, and fight my way out of the harbor. That's just me because Ezra's a sailor. That's, that's one for strength. sailing. So that's, you know, so that's my strength. So Annika, Annika cancels that out with, I can take his champion. I know I can do it. Okay. Elisa, vote. No, I guess champion. I was going to try to talk to him at breakfast, but... We'll okay. Jezebel. So champions I, up by one. I vote nonsense box. Okay. Nonsense box is not there yet, but okay. We, and captain. Sir, I, El Supremo, I must return to my ship to procure your nonsense box. <gasps> we go back to the ship and get the nonsense. I box. will send somebody. They will go back and get it for you. You do not need to leave. Or he would send guards with us, possibly. That's what I would do. Well, guards I'm with you, with, anyway. guards with one yeah. of you, while the others stay here. That so does make the sense. Box with porn. Edmundo's not giving up his stash. Okay, it's my stash. <laughs> I whip the eggs while I watch the porn. Gregor, do you trust Annika to fight her way out, or do you want to go with nonsense box? Nonsense box right now only has one vote, so it's kind of losing. They. It's... Fighting the champion is the option with the least amount of variables. If we try to fight our way down, we're going to raise the alarm, and there's going to be people greeting us at the docks. If we fight, if we, so our other option is to try and get down there sneaky. I don't think that's a good idea for our, or a, a plausible idea with us, mm-hmm. especially for me. Just being, just being honest, having Annika fight is the only thing that we can safely just about guarantee is because we know her. I've seen her pick two men up at once and crack their heads together. I accidentally smothered Elisa with my ample chest, but th- that is not the point. I can do this. I'm, I'm trying. You so accidentally hard to... smothered all four of us at one point. And she still looks amazing in fur. <laughs> ah, the next morning. So everyone goes back to their rooms, get some sleep with the concept that we're in this together. Annika, you're going to take the lead on this. How interesting this is going to be because I had this written out a certain way. We'll play it out the way I have it. Um, it's not, I think this is going to be a lot of fun for everybody too. So here we go. The next morning at brunch, um, who's going to try to tell El Supremo, listen, we got a champion. I believe you've got a champion. Who's going to offer him the deal? Mel, I agree. 
probably the best one. Go ahead, Elisa. You, you're on with El Supremo. So, did all of you sleep well? Not that I care, but the beds are soft. Yes? They're beautiful. Your, your hospitality is second to none. Uh, make sure you tell everyone if you live. I will, most certainly. When I live. When we all live. Hmm. Then you're going to tell me everything I need to know. And show me what you have for the King of Castile. Actually, El Supremo, I have a proposition for you, if you will. Oh, it's very early, my lady. I had three women last night, but if so, if you so must, El Supremo will never back down from a fight. I'm sure that we can pour some coffee and talk over. <laughs> what is it that you wish to run past me to, to speak to me about? Well, you've mentioned champions, and you've been sizing us up. Have I? And he looks coy. Why, yes. <laughs> so I wanted to strike a deal. It never occurred to any of you that Julio might be the champion? Well, it... Eh. Okay. It, it I mean, could, just you know, but in my brain, I keep seeing that duel on Game of Thrones. And that's why I'm like, I don't want to see her eyes crushed. <laughs> right. Well, that's why I said if it's weapons, Isabel, if it's fists, Annika. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. But it's it's not Julio. We'll we'll just I, yeah. I had a feeling. Um, I would like to I would like to offer to settle this in the olden ways. Steel on steel, fist against fist. A battle uh, of you're champions. You're speaking. Uh, which <laughs> and you think you have a champion among you? Oh, we who could face the champion of El Supremo? Oh, we have several, my friend. So. Do you? Very well. What is it that you're offering should you lose? If our champion wins and won, we will have one champion fight against one of your champions. Oh, you said you have several, but we will talk about that in a moment. No, we won't. One champion against one champion. Uh, You may not wish to do this. If... You, if your champion bests our champion, we will share with you what you what we know, what we will take to the king of Castile. And we will fight you. We will not fight you on it. But if we win, you will let us leave, unabused and unscathed. I tell you what, I do you one better than that. My champion will best every member of the officer crew here, one per day. And should my champion win, I get your boat and everything on it. You do not step foot on it again. The seraphim is mine. But, but if I, any one I of yours. Use cannons. <laughs> but if any one of yours should beat El Caballito, my champion, then you can leave unmolested. And I will ask no more of you. What, what is El and I choose, I choose the order. I look to the captain and I look to everyone on the team and I, cause I don't want to make this, I don't want to make this decision solely. I just want to see what everyone else is thinking. Well, I'm thinking he did exactly what I thought he was going to do. <laughs> he screwed us sideways bent <laughs> us over a rail and said, take this. And, and we were like, okay. Then I'll, then I will say, sir, I believe you asked too much. How can I ask too much? My champion will take on five of you. One per day. Barehanded. 
And all you must do is beat him any day with one of you. You said you had several among you. All I'm asking, all I, I, I will keep the ship. If not, you are free to go on your way. Well, you, and I will take nothing from you. Well, sir, you ask to keep the ship. The secrets See. of the king. And you want to choose the, and sir, you want to choose the champions in order. You're asking I for think three. This is... Sir, you're asking for three things. We are only Fine. El Supremo, is, El, El Supremo is feeling generous. And 500 gold. For you, should any of you beat my champion, El Caballetto. I would like to make a roll with, um, to try to convince him to let us pick the first champion. What are you using for that? Um, I would like to use wits and convince. You're not using your special ability? Which special ability? thought you had one that made somebody friendly or give you what they That's needed. Only or is that only if Lauren? I meet them the first time. Ah. So I, I would have used it. If if I open my mouth, I have a hero. Do I even need to do a hero point for that? Hold on. I think yes, so. I, yes, I do. I have a hero point. I can make him uh, give me what I want at no cost. Okay. I don't want to take this moment from people, though. Well, even if you said, we're not going to fight, then, okay, we won't fight. Give me the scroll. You you don't get, we're walking away from this with absolutely no, that's not kind of, gotcha. that's a big ask. I wonder, though, All, if you could convince him to go first. Or convince you, him to lessen the criteria something. Well, I mean, if you could get if you could get Annika to go first, that's that's a big win there because you know he's going to choose Gregor first, and this guy's going to be like six eight. Mm-hmm. I assure and, and you, he's not six eight. Should I tell them? He's you can tell six, them. Five and a half. Okay, Cabrito. El El Cabrito. Yeah, because Gregor Cab- did lean over. Wait, El Cabalito, right? El Cabalito. Hold on. It's if I, if it is what I think it is, it's Cabrito. El Cablito. C-A-B-I-L-I-T-O. Oh, I looked up something so funny. Okay, that's a blooper. We'll put this in the... Hold on, one moment. Just for the the laugh, what what you had mean? One moment. He's going to be an expert swordsman who is going to shred one of us, or he's going to be this monster, and they're going to say, Greg Rosemont, and the guy's going to pick Greg up by the head. Okay, no matter okay. what the champion fights with, if I'm first, I'm going to be shredded. So it's just... It's... It is not to the death. We're not savages. It is to the first two dramatic wounds. Dramatic wounds. Dramatic. Well, that's... It's halfway down the sheet. A dramatic well, wound is halfway down the sheet. Well, here's the thing. Um, guys, it's a rocking horse. So he is the rocking horse. The male rocking horse. He's the rocking horse. What I googled was the dead goat child. <laughs> Close enough. No, like the, the dead strange. roasted, like the roasted goat. Like that's what I. Oh my god! So <laughs> El Supremo El Supremo is tiring of this. Five hundred gold. I choose the other. You have five chances. We have one. El Supremo. At least we're still going to win either way. Some of us. I use a hero point. A I use a hero point. Mm-hmm. El Supremo. See. Si. Your your most gracious and beautiful self. See. Si. Let us pick the order. You're going to win anyway. Mm. Fine. Anyone but the tall lady. You can pick any of the other four. 
fine. I look. El Caballito will destroy them. I turn to the. If you do not think your champion can best me, then clearly you have no faith in your warriors. He has not been engaged in any type of physical hard practice in about a week. I need him to warm up. I would not have him pull his groin. You have no idea about El Caballito. He's then he's a fucking weakling. He doesn't deserve a Vestin axe in his face. <laughs> it's to the first wound, Annika, no. please. No, the second traumatic wound. I don't know. You keep changing the rules. It is this way. Second traumatic wound. I'll fight no first weapons. If that's the case. I'm trying to get I'm trying to convince him by co- goading him. That his champion's never good enough to beat me, so he has to play with the weak ones. Understood. So, is this the way it's going to go? I think Isabel should go first. Sure, that works. She's a swordsman. Yeah. No, swordsman if, if somebody's got to go first and then Annika's going second, I will go first. What? Gu- guys, also remember, I keep saying it's not weapons. He just said, not weapons. Yeah. It's not to the death. I know. This is to the second dramatic wound. So Jezebel would have no guns, no weapons, no nothing. It'd be barefisted. The hell? I cannot fight that guy. My brawn is a two. All right. So I the captain's going to go first. I have a brawl of one. Very well. We have a bet. Yes. Aye, we have a bet. I will see you back here at noon. Wear something light and comfortable. You're going to be eating a lot of dirt. Julio, I need some names for a new ship. I'll be having it in several days, but it's already built for me. It's very fast looking. It's the one out. And they start walking Gregor grabs a goblet of whatever alcohol is nearest and just downs it. At noon, about 30 gentlemen from the area are are here. uh, Guests of El Supremo. Bets are going off. And in the center courtyard behind the castle, there are four stakes and some rope put up. The stakes are about three foot high. They put some rope up just to make mark out a square. And uh, Captain, you're brought out and standing in the corner waiting for you to arrive is the champion, El Caballito. The little horse. <laughs> yeah. Um, Why would you have to watch it? No. Oh, it looks like it. Oh, shit. Oh, man. He's a, this, is, this is a photograph, if anybody wants to know, of a, very, of a famous and actually very successful luchador known as the Microman. Um, he will be playing the role tonight of El Caballito, the little horse. Um, and he's known for that because he has very tight pants. So, Gregor, El Caballito enters, is in the ring. You can see him in front of you there. How big is he? Like. Uh, I think he's on the, he's he's on the screen in front of you. Oh. He's only slightly <laughs> shorter than you. <laughs> He's three foot. Didn't even fight. Christ. <laughs> so, I'm her thinking, I'm like, I'm gonna have to go for his knees or something. Good luck with that, my friend. Right. He has a low center of gravity, even oh, for you. Geez. So, <laughs> Julio steps forward. He walks up, and he's like, "Your Capitan is very brave, sir. May I offer you a small piece of advice?" Just fall. It'll be better that way. Don't let him get his hands on you. He has a grip of steel. El Caballito has broken many men. Do not underestimate him, senor. I'll just... I'll tickle him with my beard or something. <sighs> this is always He's what happens. He's right, Gregor. 
He's right, Gregor. You really should never underestimate the power of the small people. I believe that's what Smallbone Ted said to you back then. And I walked into the ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no weapons are there. <laughs> Sitting on this massive chair outside. Um, it's being held up in the air on the shoulders of, of peasants. It doesn't have to be. They could put him down, but he refuses. <laughs> and somebody says, <laughs> El Supremo! Why not let your planquin come down to the ground? We will not be here that long. This man with the soft beard, he would be broken by El Cabalito. Not even two rounds. So he's like, ah, El Cabalito. And they're, they're screaming. They're yelling. Money's being sent back and forth. Does anybody want to bet on anyone? I bet on... I want to hear this one. <laughs> yes. You have... Elisa, you have money. Um, you could bet... You know, I'll say you you have maybe, because you weren't prepared for what was going to happen, like maybe 50 of the treasury money. You can start betting some of the locals in the area. I put three on, on El Cabalito. <laughs> three? I was going to put laugh uh, at it's you. It's me. No, it's me. I don't yeah. have that much money. Wait a minute. Wait. Ezra, what any bets? last quota? No. <laughs> no, Ezra's not going to bet. <laughs> okay. No bet on or for or against Gregor. Okay, wait, no. wait. Um, You're captain. I'm going to put nine down on Cabalito. <laughs> nine on Cabalito. Okay. Yeah. Alyssa? Um, I'm going to put uh, ten on El Cabalito, but um, I do it under the impression <laughs> that it's... I, I just say like to myself, it's for the ship. It's for the ship. It's for the ship's coffers. I'm going to buy him his absolute favorite bottle of sherry when this is all over as I slide the money into the uh, the hands of yeah. the person taking the bets. I'm gonna need it. Annika? Any bets? I never I never gamble away my money on a fight. It is not the best in way. You gamble okay. with life, not with money. Alright, you um, wanna gamble somebody's life? <laughs> okay. Alright, Gregor. Real quick, as I walk towards El Cabalito, has, has anybody here seen the old, old Hulk TV show and how he walks down this, the, the road at the, in the credits and looks back? Yep. Okay, so Absolutely. Joel understands. It's, it's basically that. It's like every couple steps, uh, Gregor looks back and is just like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright. So, round one. El Cabalito just stands there, exposes his very small torso and chest, puffs it out, and flexes and begins to move towards you. That's his, his, He wants to come at you and grapple. So he's going to be a move and grapple. He's going to try to grapple. What are you trying to do? Um, I want to try and just, like, step in and uppercut him. So you're going to go for a punch? Yeah. Yeah, Brawn and Brawl would be fine. Uh, they're both the same. Uh, okay. Got three, actually. Not bad. Hold on. He's got seven. Uh, well, more than three, it looks like. Eleven. Oh, no. Yeah, he go so he goes first. So his, his action, he comes in. He grabs Gregor. Now, Gregor, you have three successes. He has several successes. I'm not going to tell you how many. You can use as many of your three to defend. That will reduce the damage he's about to give to you. You know he's going to do something. Yeah. Now, how much? Do, how much do you want to give, and how much do you want to take? I'll go Your ahead and three. defend on this one. 
all three. three. Okay, you take one point of damage towards your dramatic first dramatic wound. So you're heading towards it. So one point only. Okay. So you see El Cabalito come in and he grabs Gregor behind the knee and he's trying to push back on his thigh and twist him over. But Gregor's holding on. And we go to a new action round. Everybody's cheering. Things are happening. Um, what are you going to try to do now, Gregor? Uh, you said he's got me in a grapple. He's, he's, he's successfully grappled you. Yeah. Okay. Um, first thing I want to, first thing I want to do is try and slip the grapple, uh, just get out of his hands. And if I can reverse it. So getting out is probably going to be either resolve and athletics or finesse and athletics. I'll take finesse. That's got three. All right. I'll go with what he's got. Cause he's going for, he's just still, and he's going to burn. Uh, let me see. So he has you in what he likes to, ref, what they call the grip of death. Oh, joy. he has three special abilities. Um, he gets an extra die. Oh, joy. Okay. How many? Two. All right. How many would you like to use for offense or defense? Uh, I'm going to use both for offense. I'm just going to like try and headbutt him or something. Okay. So you come in and you give him two strikes. Yeah. He's, ta- he's tapped. He does four to you. And you are on your back. Okay. This is the little the death spiral thing we're talking about, yeah? Yep. So now you that, should that have you should be up to your first dramatic, dramatic wound. wound. Right. So the crowd, you see Gregor come in, throws a headbutt down, it nearly throws his back up because El Cabalito is so tiny, but he does make some contact with his crown. But El Cabalito has now been able to shove him over. Julio comes running up to you, Yezebel, and he you and Elise are standing there, Annika and Ezra are over there on the other side of the ring, yelling and screaming and everything, and he says, This is it. Your Capitan, he'll be broken. This is... Don't look! And he tries to cover your eyes about what's about to happen. I brush his hands away, like, shut up, I'm about to make money. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Cold-blooded! <laughs> listen, listen. We were talked into this mess. I'm now concerned, wait a minute. If, if, if Gregor loses, does... Does El Supremo get the ship? No. no. He, El, El Cabalito has to beat all five of you. Oh. And, you're, he's, and, you're, and in all honesty, saving Annika for last might not be a bad idea. Because be he can out. only regenerate so much wounds per day. Ah. El Cabalito is going to slowly get weaker. I mean, he's taking on five people. Ah, uh, yes. Beat is it only one fight a day or is it multiple yes. a day? Yes. One per day, he said. No, Many times he said he'll all fight right. you one a day. Wear him down, Shrimpy. <laughs> All right. I El Cabalito. Bonus die. Excellent. El Cabalito is going to use. Let me see what's the other one he's got. Oh. He growls at you through the mask. And oh, it Lord. seems as if his eyes have an f- internal fire. And the luchador mask gets very close. And he's like, It'll be better if you don't dance. And uh, it's called the Mask of Fear. But he's that kind of a statement to another man when he's on his back with a midget standing over you might be in a yeah, might be uncomfortable. So we go to the next round. He is about to do the pile the basically like an elbow, just dropping an elbow onto your face. What are you trying to you trying to regain your feet? You're trying to guard up? What are you trying to do? All right, so I'm on my back. Is he standing? Uh, or is he well, like kneeling yeah, on me? <laughs> no, he's standing over you. Okay. I want to try and I want to grab one of his arms, plant both my feet like on his stomach and just Fl- uh, flip him over. 
Okay, so you want to do something that's, again, that's kind of, that's a lot of panache. So I'll give you either finesse and panache and athletic, or athletic, uh, with athletics, whichever one's better for you. Did you say finesse and panache or or? No, finesse or panache. Okay. Well, I, I got excited. But you know what? If What's your finesse? They're both three. Okay, take one extra die for the flare of trying to flip him away from you. Okay. I'll give you the flare die. And then the bonus die from being at a dramatic wound? Yep. Okay. I have a chance at this. I had a chance at that. Actually, that's not bad. Four. Ooh. Okay, how many do you want to use for offense? How many for defense? All of them for offense. I just want to get this little dude away from me. He drops onto you. He hits you with his knee, not his full elbow. You take three more. Okay. But he's now at a dramatic wound, and you toss him like a ragdoll. Okay. And the crowd goes wild because it's just... Uh, and Supremo says, What is this, Julio? No one tosses El Cabalito. Do, can, do I have enough successes to like hop up and be like, Yeah! Well, if you did everything to damage, then you you pin you got him and threw okay. him. If you want to take one back to get on your feet, because right now you're still prone. Let me do that then. So I, did, I didn't think about that you, then. Sorry. Okay, so that's all right. So you're so instead you did three points to him and you jump back up to your feet. Just you're uh, now arms up, roar at the crowd for a second. Excellent. And that's do you remember when I gathered my strength and tore my blouse? That's basically what you look like right now, like with El Nacho Libre when he oh. when he says, do you, "Do you remember when I summoned my strength and tore my blouse?" Yes, and I remember that you were not unconscious. Okay, yes, Elsa, Elisa. Um, are we? Because I know that we're in the same vicinity, but he is in a one-on-one fight. Are we allowed to give a hero point? No. Okay. Not not in the ring. You mean right right now in the duel? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you could give him a hero point if you wanted. One of you could do it once per fight. We'll allow. Okay. Because otherwise, El Cabalito would be getting them from Supremo. And when it's against. So, El Cabalito is a character. When it's against a character, you, can, you we can still do it. But then I have to count that they get villain points from the outside as well. Okay. No, I wasn't sure. No, nope, that's fine. Um, then I'm wondering if I should even bother then or if I should just let this play, play out. out. I might just. Yeah, he. He comes running towards Gregor and Ezra screams for a moment because he sees what's about to happen. El Cabalito kicks up with both feet and he comes in like a missile. Ah, streaming. Grab him <laughs> and swing him. That's, we'll see what happens. Here we go. <laughs> the thick bullet. Oh, are we rolling? What are we rolling? Well, how, what are you doing? You just have to tell me what you're doing. I guess I would like to try to grab his ankles out of the air and just swing him around and use his momentum to throw him further away. <laughs> All right, so that's that's athletics and finesse. Okay. And I rolled three tens, so I got quite a bit of successes. Oh god. Wow. Okay. Hold up. Hold up a second. Three for finesse, two for that, one for that. Okay. That's not bad. I got four again. <clears throat> four again. Okay. How many are you using for offense and defense? I, I mean, I don't know what exactly he's at for health, right? Right. Well, he's actually going to move first, so I'm just trying to calculate how much you're taking. Because you should only have, what, three left or two? Remind me how much he did last time. Three? 
If you did three mm-hmm. damage to me, then I've got two. That's right. Okay, that's what I had, Cal. I want to make okay. sure I was right. So if you aren't going to do a defensive posture, you're probably getting knocked out. Uh, then I probably... Let me do three for defense, one for offense. Can I do that? Okay. Yeah. Yep. He had five. Damn. So it still got me. Yeah. Still got you. Okay. All right. So I'll cobble it, but you, you wounded him. So he's, the nice thing is so the next person fighting him. So instead of swinging him, I just grabbed his feet and pulled him further closer into me. He's like, oh. Yeah. You, you kind of caught him <laughs> uh, as the air left your lungs and everybody's cheering and everything. And, El- oh. <laughs> and Gregor goes down. El Cobble until jumps up. And you hear El Supremo go, Ah, Miss Thomas! That is one, huh? I am 20% towards owning the Seraphim. Congratulations, but by your logic, we still own 80% of it, so... Well, see, but that's not... That's silly logic. I am El Supremo. <laughs> he takes out a horsewhip and slaps several of the peasants underneath his planquin and says, Come, my friends, my friends, it is time for lunch. Somebody pick up the captain. I'll meet you all inside, see? And he looks at all of you and the guards gather around you and they want to escort you to the lunch table. That's nice. I'd like to be paid. You are. Both okay. of you make your money off of Gregor's loss. I will. So, um, how, you have to fa- how you face them, how you face him is just, I don't, you have to figure out how to do that. Well, he can get money on us. Oh yeah, and I will encourage that. Anything that'll bring in Dude. revenue for the ship. Um, I'm going to shove my money hastily the... into my uh, yeah. bodice. Does anybody here think that I would be offended by help betting against me? No. No. I um, I, I, I would have bet odds. against me if I'd have thought about it. The odds were even on that fight. They're not going to be even next one. Okay, so I made 18. <laughs> what? No, you bet how much? Nine. So you got, you kept your nine and made nine more. You doubled your money. You basically doubled what you had. Cool. So now I have 20 that's going to go into the ship's coffers. Okay. All right, folks. That's where we're going to leave it for tonight. El Cabalito has taken out his first of the Seraphim crew. Will he be able to defeat the others? I don't know. But he does gain so many hit points back per day. Am I still unconscious in the dirt? Well, they picked you up. Oh, okay. You're not a... You're knocked out. I mean, you're not knocked out, meaning like you're tired, you're exhausted, you just don't want to fight on. Oh, okay. And it's yeah. it's to two falls, basically. Two heavy falls. Yeah. But uh, an excellent Anakin, fight. We'll see I who the... Up. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant El Cabalito on your shoulders and carry him inside. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right. So from <laughs> from all of us at the, at the Bardock College... Uh, and especially, obviously, the crew of the Seraphim, we want to thank you for listening. Join us next time when we find out we're going to go right into the fights, close out this part of the chapter, and see if the crew has to find a new way back to Thea with the scroll, <laughs> or if they get to keep their ship. <laughs> we'll find out more next time. Uh, but until then, good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of the Seraphim. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you would be interested in helping us continue to bring these adventures to you, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege to gain access to our solo adventures, interviews with the writer and casts, and advanced news about our appearances at conventions. You can also follow us on Facebook at the Bardic College page. Until next time, may all your days be filled with fair weather and calm seas.